This is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. I was thrilled to have the opportunity to participate in a legislative advocacy program hosted by the Suffolk County Medical Society that included many physicians, as well as several members of the Assembly, Senate, and Suffolk County Legislature. The topics discussed were far-ranging, including the continuing need to promote COVID vaccinations even as we make progress in confronting the pandemic, the need for a state insurance guarantee fund to address future insurance bankruptcies like Health Republic, ongoing efforts to confront the opioid epidemic in ways that do not disincentivize physicians from prescribing needed pain control medications, and the efforts to address the often overwhelming prior authorization roadblocks imposed by insurance companies that interfere with patient care. These types of programs are a great way for your legislators to hear from physicians how these concerns are impacting patient care in their communities. Many county societies have these programs across the state throughout the year, and they are important components of organized medicine's collective efforts to achieve needed legislation, as well as to defeat legislation that would make it harder for physicians to deliver patient care in their communities. If you have the opportunity to participate in such a program, please do. They are terrific mutual education opportunities. Legislators really do want to know what your concerns are and the concerns of your patients. And it is important for physicians to hear the often competing demands and concerns that legislators face. Turning to legislators. MISNY continues to work with a cohort of patient and physician advocacy groups like the American Cancer Society, Bleeding Disorders Coalition, and the MS Society, in support of several pieces of legislation that would address at least some of the hassles that patients and their physicians experience in interactions with health insurance companies. For example, last week, the state Senate passed legislation that would permit financial assistance from third parties count towards a patient's deductible and out-of-pocket maximums. This bill is also on the floor of the Assembly, and we are urging that it come up for a vote in the final three weeks of session. Also sitting on the floor of the Assembly is legislation that would limit the ability of a health insurance company to change a prescription formula during the middle of a policy year or move a medication to a higher-cost prescription year. We also hope this will come up for a vote given that this legislation has now been amended from previous years to address concerns that had been raised in a governor's veto message two years ago. The bill passed the Senate earlier this year. Furthermore, this week, the State Senate Health Committee advanced to the floor legislation that would take a number of steps to restrict excessive prior authorization hassle. This bill would limit the ability of health insurance companies to require subsequent prior authorizations for treatment or medication that's already been prior authorized, as well as reducing the timeframes for a health insurer to respond to requests for prior authorizations for a patient's medical treatment. The bill is still in the Assembly Insurance Committee. Please look to our MISNI e-news this week for the grassroots link for physicians to send an email or tweet to their legislators in support of this legislation. However, I will continue to mention the numerous challenging issues we face as the legislature enters the final three weeks. This week, the Senate Judiciary Committee advanced to the Finance Committee legislation that is strongly opposed by MISNI and many other groups. 
that would drive up our already excessive medical liability insurance premiums by expanding the type of damages awardable in wrongful death actions. One recent actuarial study indicated that this bill or similar bills could drive premiums up at 47%, despite New York physicians and hospitals already facing by far the highest liability premiums and costs in the country. This legislation has also in the past regularly been advanced to the assembly floor out of committee, but we anticipate that that will happen again soon. If you have not already, please send an email and tweet to your legislators to reject this short-sighted legislation. Also, legislation is before the full Senate that would eliminate the requirement for nurse practitioners maintain collaborative arrangements with physicians in the same specialty, as well as eliminating requirements for inexperienced nurse practitioners to maintain a written collaborative agreement with a physician. Please look to our e-news again this week for how you can contact your legislators to oppose this legislation. We do know from our recent surveys that 75% of New Yorkers prefer to have a physician involved in their diagnosis and treatment. On the education front, please be sure to join us next Wednesday, May 26th at 7.30 a.m. for our next Medical Matters CME program, Triage in a Disaster Event, with faculty Dr. Art Cooper and Dr. Zachary Hickman. And please go to our CME site, cme.misney.org, for a litany of recorded educational content, including recent programs, Medical Matters and Veterans Matters CME series. Again, I thank you for listening to this podcast and for your continuing support for MISNI and your County Medical Society. We will speak again next week.